0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Post Podcast. My name is Yuri Mello. I will be your host as I guide you through the most valuable and relevant emotional and psychological ideas. Ideas that will transform your perspective and enhance your personal life and relationships. Let's do this. This is episode 37. Hello, my dear friends. Can you seriously believe that we have now been together? For 253 days, I am so proud of you, I am impressed by you, and I pray and hope that your personal investment, your own nourishment, will be a blessing to you and to everyone that surrounds you as well. Ultimately, all of our lives, right, are knit together in some way. The functioning of one impacts the functioning of the other. We're not islands, right? Not even close, In fact, the other day I was looking over some numbers and data, and the World Health Organization states that over 1 billion adults suffer from some form of anxiety and depression or any other mental health disorder. That's a lot of people. Look, we are not unfamiliar to sadness, even deep sadness. We're aware that we're worried, even our own worst fears, our anxieties, and our stresses. Look, I'm actually not here. And I tell people this all the time. I'm not here to fully release you from those. I'm not here to free you from sadness or anxiety. But I'm here and I'm here now today to give you some powerful, life-changing suggestions that will lead you to more happiness, that will lead you to more joy, and that will lead you to more meaning, I promise, I guarantee it, and more smiling on a daily basis. One in particular will be a very simple practice, something that I'm gonna teach you, but that will lead you, I promise you, to some really interesting discoveries. But as with all things, it all requires attention. It requires a little bit of effort and a little bit of consistency for the change to really occur. But even from the beginning, you will begin to notice some really interesting things if you're just paying attention to what is happening. It's like the old adage. I love this quote. It says, knowledge is only a rumor until it lives in the bones. In fact, it reminds me of something that my mom told me a long time ago. I don't remember exactly how old I was, but I remember exactly where I was. And my mom said, you know, someday you will know when you feel it in your skin, you will really know. And I was probably doing something really lame or stupid, or I think it was actually probably connected to my grades or something like that. And and she knew that I was making the kinds of choices that ultimately were going to cause me hurt in the skin. And then she prophetically stated, right? And then you will know. And I certainly did know. And I'm still knowing. And I'm 45 and will probably not stop knowing and experiencing that Until I am dead, and actually, even beyond that. So, anyways, such is life, right? Opportunity. This is another quote that I just have to quote because it's so good. I think it was, oh, uh, I can't remember who it was that said it, but it doesn't matter. But he said something to the effect of that opportunity is missed by most people. Because it is disguised in overalls and looks like hard work. I actually think I I think I saw that in my father-in-law's library. But anyways, we're not unfamiliar with hard work. I know you've done it. I've done it. You know what consistency looks like. You've done it. I've done it. In fact, we're doing it right now with, student, with, with the Daily Pulse. Like, you've now been with me for a while. We've got this. Here is what I want you to experiment with and become an absolute student of the outcome. I want you to pay attention to what happens. What I want you to do is I want you to ask a question. Now, there are many ways to ask this question. And I'm not some question Nazi, but I'm going to give you a format. And of course, you're welcome to transform it and to make it your own. Here it is. The question that I want you to ask Throughout your days, throughout your hours, every day this week is, how can I enjoy this moment even more? A variation of that can be, what can I do right now to be happier, to feel happier? Now, I don't want you to overthink it. I just want you to look at it like an experiment. I want you to sprinkle this question throughout your entire days the moment you wake up when you're putting food in your mouth when you're waking up and you're greeting your children when you're in the shower or you're brushing your teeth when you're in your car when you're walking into work when you're around people when you're at the store how can i enjoy this moment even more what can i do right now to feel happier When you're on a walk, when you're texting a friend, when you're in a classroom, when you're in prayer, when you're in meditation, when you're in church, even during a difficult conversation, how can I enjoy this moment? What can I do right now that would bring me more happiness? During a moment of discouragement, when you're with your animals or when you're walking from your car to the store to your job on a Zoom call, While you're resting, while you're exercising, while you're listening to music, while you're watching TV, while you're drinking your drink and while you're eating your food, everywhere, all the time, ask the question and watch what happens. Watch what happens to your body. I want you to watch what happens to your eyes. Where does your focus go? What happens to your smile? What happens to your step? Do you find yourself reaching out to others? Now, you know, and I've already stated, I am not a happiness junkie. Look, I don't feel or I have, I don't feel the need to feel happier all the time. In fact, the acceptance that I don't have to feel happy all the time and the understanding that other emotions have something to offer me as well, ironically make me feel more peaceful and happy. It's kind of interesting, right? Right? That's why so much of my work with people is helping them to transform their relationship to the almost infinite array of emotions that we're able to feel. Now, let me tell you what I've noticed. That was the first thing that I noticed as I practiced this question last week. The moment that I asked the question, something began to shift, and the first thing that I noticed was a slowdown. I first noticed this in the store. My steps slowed. My breathing slowed. I think it actually became a little bit deeper. My focus intensified and changed. I immediately began giving a smile to others. I immediately noticed that I was more cheerful and warm to others around me. I was more talkative to the people. I was more talkative with the checker. I was... I was more patient, I was driving slower. I became more patient and, and honestly I was more attentive even when I was on the road. Sometimes I feel like I'm driving a sports car through Zion National Park. Now you probably, you may not know what Zion is but I live close to one of the most majestic and magnificent pieces of land in the world. It is honestly difficult to describe the awe, the beauty, the sheer cliffs that tower almost straight up and that pierce the sky. There is a type of beauty there that is unbelievable, but there is also a secret beauty there. There are many small coves and little trees and canyons and streams and animals that can only be admired when we walk the path, when we walk through it, when we slow down and we focus our attention. In other words, stop rushing, racing, and being completely manic in your life. And if your life is manic, man, then you, we have to find times to bring some of that slow and give slow a chance. Give slow a try. That was the first thing that I noticed when I was doing this. The other thing that I noticed was how my interaction with others increased significantly. I was more talkative. In a way, answering that question immediately encouraged me to be more talkative, to have more eye contact with strangers, to smile more, to speak more, to take more social risks, It became immediately apparent that my sense of happiness, and I knew this, but I now saw it, that it was socially connected to the connections around me. Now, I know that this doesn't mean that happiness is not an external circumstance. In fact, I would argue that joy is an internal circumstance, an internal state of mind. A set of internal beliefs that we ultimately project onto the world and that ultimately appears as happiness, as peace, as contentment and joy. My friends, this week I want you to choose joy. I want you to choose optimism. And I want you to set an intention to enjoy your day. Now I know we're not rocks, we're not robots, circumstances certainly provide us with chaos and uncertainty and at times at times dramatic and catastrophic events that can be beyond our ability to handle in the moment but with time my friends with time with love with kindness with hope with friendship with trust with forgiveness we can walk beyond the valleys of the shadow of death of our lives And find the beautiful peaks and the buttes and the vistas and the canyons that inspire and that can heal us. Happiness is not over there or someday or when this happens or when someone does that or that, does this or that. I want you to give happiness and joy a chance right here, right now. I want you to try it. Stop outsourcing your happiness and your unhappiness. It is not the job of other people or circumstances to make us happy or unhappy. Do not blame or become a martyr. Instead, nurture and cultivate a happiness that comes from within, Like a spring of water, cultivate a peaceful and positive state of mind. You can do this by exercising your social, emotional, and psychological self with that question just try it just try it also through prayer study meditation and daily practice of giving of being optimistic and being responsible by what it is that you are bringing to every interaction you find yourself yourself in be accountable to that my dear friends it is time to choose joy, and to do it more in Let's do it.